Yo, did you see the Kings totally bit the bell? They have a bell in their practice facility now? What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. What the hell? I don't know, man. I mean, that's just a blatant ripoff. I'll yeah. tell you this, though. Yeah. I'll tell you this. What? Their bell is not as good as ours because ours is made out of 100% pure David Steele. <laughs> it's something. It's something. You know it's something. That's bad. That's bad. Welcome, everybody, to Court Cousins, episode 30. My name is Kyle. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, my cousin, Jason the Peach. We've got a wonderful show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. We're going to check in with each other, of course, for our social-emotional check-in, the Chuma Are You OKK check-in. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to scour the interwebs for your posts, your tweets, your twats about our Orlando Magic franchise. Next, we are going to be drafting head-to-head -head mm. our fantasy Magic squads, which will be included for this puppy right here, Peach. Yeah, all the Magic players up for grabs in a draft. We're going to each draft seven guys. Mm -hmm. Whoever does the best by the end of the season will have that beauty for the summer. And speaking of this beauty here, the Court Cousins Championship belt, mm -hmm. suckers. We're going to be starting again our season wagers. Every episode, we're going to give four wagers to see who will, you know, for that episode, be rocking this beauty over their shoulder. Yeah, we'll re-explain it when we get there for yeah. all the new people that we've got over the summer while it went away. And make sure you check or you stick around for some information about some giveaways and, of course, the large ending. Mm. But before we get into so all that hijinks, we've got to give a very special shout-out to all our All-Stars and Second Cousins out on the Patreon. Rafael Perez, Breadhead, Wally Akbar, Al, Bernie Pichet, Matthew Bell, Dan Young, Gloria and Damien, Yadi Con Connor, and the Polish Wonder. Four! Oof, look out. <laughs> so you got to watch out. And this episode's winner this month's winner for the patreon jersey giveaway we give away a jersey every month mm. even five dollars gets you in that raffle you don't need to be on the all-star second cousin tier why wouldn't you this month's winner is none other than the original patreon ah, piece the first the first connor the og excellent Clap it up for that, man. Congratulations, Connor. And I've heard you already contacted him, mm -hmm. and he has selected a Penny Hardaway. Yes. Which I'm excited about. Yeah, Connor is just uh, my homie, one of my best friends, just supporting the show because he's just that type of dude, wants to support his friends. Right. He's not a huge basketball fan. Sure. He's a big soccer, or I guess they call it football over there. He's a big Liverpool fan. So well, I was they call a, that out over there, but he lives in Colorado. He lives so. in Colorado, but I think in Colorado they might call it football. They're a little weird <laughs> over there. Okay, just but checking. But see, he appreciates a good-looking jersey like yeah. the one hanging behind me on the wall. It's, yeah. just, it's just classic, you know? I reached out. I thought he was going to want a Liverpool jersey or something. Mm -hmm. I told him, you know what? It's not not normal procedure, but mm. since you're the OG, we'll give it to you. Hey, $5, become a Patreon. This could be you. We're talking about winning a free jersey. You can't win if you don't play. Yeah, and and really, you, you win good stuff, but we hope that you want to get in, support the show, help us grow a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. and, you know, We've got some things that we want to do. we got some goals on Patreon, so go check out those goals. If you can get behind them, we really appreciate it. And not only... Did we do a raffle for our Patreon? But we, we had a little contest in episode 29. We asked people to put their favorite magic moment in the, in the comments, mm -hmm. and we pulled a winner for a prize pack that included a nice Orlando Magic mug, mm -hmm. a cup, uh, cozy, cards, uh, two card sets, and 25 assorted cards along with some Court Cousin stickers. Indeed. And the winner for that was Joel Escobales. So congratulations to you, sir. Much appreciated for getting involved. Mm, indeed. And now with the, the season starting up, Peach, we really wanted to do something special. You know, we're on the march to 1,000 subscribers, so we really appreciate you clicking that button. I think we're only 300 away, Peach. Mm. And with all that good energy, those positive vibes coming our way with the new season, we've decided we want to show some love to you out there. So we're going to be giving away, you know, some prize packs and some cards every episode, specifically 34 cards, because this is 
the 34th season of our beloved franchise. Yes, and as you said, it is curated mm. by me. Yes. This is the first pack right here for today's show. You see this lovely Jeff Turner on the front. You can Ooh. bring it to a game, have him sign it. A lot of room on there for his John Hancock. There is a plethora of players from all the way back to the first season in here. You know I'm going to sneak in a Terry Catledge. Oh, yeah, you are. There's good stuff in here. There's some rookie cards of guys in here. These are fun, giving away 34 cards on every show this season. Let's do it. And and this first one, we wanted to spice it up a little bit. We're going to be also be throwing in hmm. this nice chapeau right here. Oh. This Orlando that. magic hat. And um, it, it lights up, right, Peach, if it you does. want it to? It, it doesn't well, have you to. You should want it. <laughs> here, let me show you how this thing works. Yeah, see, there it is. Let me get in. Let me get in tight. Ooh, look at that sucker. That's nice. Yeah. So I you mean, can get that chapeau. This is great. You get the curated cards from Peach, 34. I think we're throwing in a koozie and some cards as well. Yeah, because uh, why the heck not? Yeah. So that prize pack is going to be given away. Make sure to stick around all the way to the end. That's where we're going to give you instructions on how to get in this raffle this week. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure it's going to include subscribing, so thanks very much. <laughs> Click that subscribe button. Indeed, yeah. The subscribe, man. Uh, it's crazy to think that, like, oh, we're only 300 away. But yeah. When we first started, we would have been stoked to have 300. I know. It's, it's <laughs> so, a, and really, that's just awesome. the support of this Magic community. A thousand's a big number because it helps us get monetized on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So then you're going to have to start watching those annoying ads that you wait five seconds and then click through before the episode starts. Sure. That's no it. big deal. Yeah. We do, we're just it's like muscle memory at this point. Exactly. Yeah. So help it's us get the there. Deal. Yeah, and, you know, we'll make four cents of you or whatever yeah. it is, two cents of you. <laughs> and and that will again, that will go a little way to helping get some more technology in in this podcast just to improve the show. Mm -hmm. So thanks for doing that, ladies and gentlemen. Indeed. All right, well let's let's get right into it with the Chuma Are You OKK okay, check-in. So Peach, are you OKK okay, today? I'm OKK okay, today. Um I've selected this uh classroom vibe mm, here. Yeah, that, now, this know, is for me. I know this is normally, this comes up occasionally on the show. You are the teacher. Um, so you'd think you'd be mm -hmm. having this moment here. Uh, see Chuma is instructing people that he's about to rise um, <laughs> in his classroom. But lately at work, I've been training some new drivers. I know uh, ah. my job doesn't come up a ton, but I drive Zambonis or ice resurfacers. Yeah, you got to explain uh, that to the people down, down in for, Florida. <laughs> for years. There's actually a little one on the desk there next to Chuma. Oh. And uh, I've, I enjoy teaching people how to do that i take people from scratch basically and teach them how to learn the skill and take it and i've done it as far as texas and wisconsin and all over massachusetts and new england so i really enjoy doing that i somehow wish that i could just have a job teaching other people to do that but i've been doing that a lot the last couple of weeks and i really enjoy it i feel like it kind of brings something out in me totally makes sense why you enjoy teaching on a, on a grander scale so uh, that, that's kind of where i'm at kind of feeling like appreciative and love and enjoying giving that back <laughs> I don't know why this makes you laugh. <laughs> well, because the, my Chuma Are You Okay, K check-in yes, connects stormy. to teaching. Yes. Okay. All right. So you you just had this desire and this understanding for, hey, I can understand why you enjoy teaching. It's so fulfilling. And yes, it is. Mm -hmm. But right now, man, I am in a freaking valley. Mm -hmm. Like, I am feeling difficulty getting motivated. I honestly was feeling difficulty just getting up to record this pod. I am feeling kind of in a depressive state right now, and it's mainly radiating from my work, from being a teacher, mm. and just having just a really difficult time with a, a group of kid, young people, and it's it's tough for me to see, you know, when I'm trying all these strategies, all these strategies, we're a month and a half in, and we're still having some issues, you know, COVID, kids staying home, not getting some of those social emotional skills interacting with others for a year and a half i'm really seeing the impact of that in the classroom mm. and i mean i think anyone can relate whether you're a teacher or not if you're not feeling effective at your job if you're not feeling some progress in your your workspace true it just makes me feel it, it doesn't make me feel like a success you know and so that's yep. why my chuma has all these dark clouds around him mm. and and the the one good thing well not the one good thing but What's good about this is this isn't my first time here. That's not a good thing. But I do know that I always come out of these spaces. Right. You know, so there's some rays of sunshine coming yeah. through these dark clouds. Those clouds will clear. They'll, they'll, they'll clear. So anyone out there that's dealing, you might be in a valley like me right now. You might be feeling kind of down. Just there is clearing. It's going to come. It, the, the clouds will clear. 
The sunshine will come back. This too shall pass. Exactly. Just just stay the course. Do what you knew, know is healthy for you, and and you'll get through it. I, and I'm hoping I'll. Get, I know I will get through this soon. Will it will it be a few days? Will it be a week? Who knows? But I know I will get through it. Agreed. And we wish you the best on that. Thanks, man. And I think it's also nice you've created this right here, which kind of looks like it could be like a basketball card theme a little bit. Like I feel like mm. you may have a design idea for a card there. So okay. I mean, I, I know this was a this was a quick Canva throw together for you, but let's, okay. You know, here, here, you've created hear tomorrow. me out. Hear me out. Like a rookie card, the coming storm. The something. storm is coming. Maybe something like that. Maybe it's a little too soon since Hurricane Iris. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or uh, Ian. 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 Yeah. Sorry, Iris. That's fair, but I, I like I like what you're saying. Some type of like the na- wild nature in the background of cards. Sure. Almost going back to the metal cards in yeah. a way with right. with crazy funky backgrounds yeah maybe panini can put them out they love putting out 21 22 cards oh right why God. would they focus on getting out 22 i just saw that they released <laughs> they released 21 22 optics yeah i know oh That's great insane. thank you i'm so excited for that jesus christmas get it together card distributors we're ready for 22 23 let's go i know season's about to start and they're still dropping rookie cards from last year it's insane yeah <sighs> all right from talking about the ray of sunshine that I have on my horizon to another ray of sunshine, starting off the social media roundup. Gotta show some love for our boy Luke over at the Six Man Show. He just welcomed a new little one, Cole Benjamin, the little guy, into the family. And a couple of our Patreons jumping in there to show some congratulations. Breadhead, congrats to the new Wen Daddy, mm. as Luke is the one who has coined that term. Right. And now that's what's up. Congrats, blessings from Yachty. We just also, Luke, wanted to send you our blessings, you and your lady, sending you some love right now and wishing you all the best, welcoming the new addition to the six-man show. Yeah, he says his name is not Cole after Cole. I don't believe, I don't know if I believe uh, him. I'm going to go ahead and just give that up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also wondering if his nickname will be the seventh man. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. (laughs) Building a team down there. It's going to have a starting five soon. Way to go, Luke. (laughs) All right. So um, from some good news, I don't know if this is bad news, Peach, but it's certainly alarming. And I'm sure you out there were just as alarmed as us Mm. when we saw this post. And maybe it wasn't from this person, Buckets, here. But I saw through various NBA platforms the salaries for certain mascots. And the Nuggets mascot makes 625k whereas our beloved stuff who's now looking like he's seeing this for the first time and is a little startled is making an average of 60k well all other mascots yeah my question is why did they decide to use stuff for this one Steph, yeah. did you know any of this was happening he seems very confused that he's down for this yeah and he's let me know that he actually makes more than this oh so i don't think this is a salary here it's are not including endorsements into this so oh. stuff is uh, making some side with money. hbo and house of dragons yeah he's he's got a hustle so yeah he's doing all right okay um, good i was worried but that is a gross difference <laughs> yeah. between him and the other one. And I would have to imagine, uh, I used to know the guy who did Bango for the Bucks. His name is okay. Kevin. He was excellent. He actually won the NBA mascot of the year while I was there. Oh, no way. So he's well, very good well at what done, he Kev. does. I'm sure he makes more than that. Yeah. But I think the salary, and that doesn't include all the stuff they do outside. Like okay. they, they appear at birthday parties and stuff like that. They have other ways that they can make money. 625 is insane, and I don't know why. Rocky is good. Yeah. No knock on rock, but yeah. I don't know, man. That's a lot of money to pay for for a mascot. Like, that's I mean, 625K. I, he must be get. I mean, he's a cat. He must be giving up some, you know, the, the other word for a cat oh. <laughs> to make us on top of that. Like, does he have dirt on the owner? Like, what what's happening here? 625K? I will quit my teaching, especially right now with how I'm feeling about the classroom. I will quit right now and become a mascot. I'm guessing that whenever they sat down for negotiations, what really happened is the owner pulled out scissors. Yeah. And then Rocky broke him and got what he was asking for, 625. So maybe he's the rock. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Think man. Think about changing the name. That That's way too big a gap if that's the if that's actually true. I got to Stuff, you need to unionize there, buddy. Yeah, you, you need to get it. the other mascots together. Get the we have. The I see en- you guys doing stuff on social media all the time, where like he's got you know, yeah. the Spurs mascot and him doing stuff together. So it's clear they get together. I, I wonder if this is going to create some tension 
you know, between mascots, is Rocky right. going to become alienated because he's kind of... What about the idea of free agent mascots? And what if somebody Ooh. couldn't sign with their team and all of a sudden we've got, you know, the Atlanta Hawk is rooting for the Knicks? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think the Knicks have a mascot. They could use one. You can pick That's one true. up for 60K. What, just what is a Knickerbocker exactly? I think it's a pants. <laughs> so that's a weird mascot to have. <laughs> but hey, the Mets didn't try with their mascot either. They just got a baseball head, and then they're just like, yeah, New York team stepping up. For their team, yeah, the Nets, so. they just they they got nothing over there. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got something. We got something to brew in peace. And as we've been talking about and seeing, people are starting to come become aware that we have something brewing. Just like Quincy underscore hoops here. They have their top five sleeper teams in the Eastern Conference, and number one are the Orlando Magic. Yeah, Huge don't, thoughts. Don't think they have these in order, and we're not oh. including all the other five here. He That's... just mentions five sleeper teams. But okay, you see underneath there, it says ceiling, 10 seed, plan exit. So he's saying we're a top, sleep, we're a top five sleeper team, but you're not moving any more than four spots ahead of where you were last year. So I feel like this is a real cop-out. Yeah. by Quincy Hoops, who wants to just include the magic in there just in case they like hit that seven or six seed. And that way you can be like, well, I knew they would make the playoffs or make the play-in. But, you know, I, it's, it's just like, hey, man, are you in on this or are you not? Because like predicting we're going to finish 10th is only four spots better than last year. That's not really that big a deal. So I just feel like we probably shouldn't have been included in this list if this is what you thought of our ceiling and our floor, 14 seed, which is only one That's, spot. Well, yeah, you can't go any so lower like than that. There isn't, there's not a lot of mix in between that ceiling and floor. Not it's a very a, hot take. Short, short this is, this is not a Markel Fultz fourth seed tweet right here. Mm -mm, no, but maybe the guys will use it as motivation. Let's hope. I know that I live in a little Orlando magic bubble in yes. terms of my social media. I just kind of exclusively follow Orlando Magic people. I do follow some general NBA people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, on YouTube, I look at a lot of Orlando Magic content. Sure. But I don't know. I just feel like after that Memphis, that second Memphis preseason game. Oh, boy. All of a sudden, <laughs> I'm seeing a lot more about our front court and the trio of Wendell, Wendaddy, WCJ, Franz, and Paulo. I think. People are really starting to come around and see what we've been seeing for quite some time, how effective Franz is going to be working with WCJ, working with Paulo and pick and rolls, and Paulo's only going to get better. Yeah. Well, that's the way people feel now. But after the first game, people were panicking. Yes. And I was angry because I don't understand why people put so much on the preseason. It's just we're getting a look at guys, seeing them play together, really all it is it was a nice win the other night i enjoyed watching the game but it doesn't make me want to bet on the magic to be the one seed in the east like um, you got to be measured you got to be out there you know I, I held up a sign on this show a long time ago that mm. said anyone but chet okay. and that baby came true and was right on okay so i've got another sign for the orlando magic community who has all been overreacting positively and negatively to what's going on out there because the season hasn't even begun yet I'm digging into my bag. Frankie said it first, but I'll say it now. Relax. Relax. <laughs> Relax. When things are building, when things are growing, this rebuild that's going on, yeah. you know, you don't just dump water in and the plant doesn't just grow in like a week in front of you. It takes some time. You're going to watch it grow slowly. You should be enjoying these moments where we're going to watch this rose come up and oh. then bloom eventually. Oh, wow. You got to appreciate this moment. Everybody yeah. just wants to speed to the end. I feel like that's the generation that might be just a little below you, where everybody wants instant gratification. We want everything now. It's why every action movie starts with an action scene. God <laughs> forbid we have a little bit of lead up before the shit goes down. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's going on, but that used to be part of storytelling. I think like Alien was one of the best movies ever for doing that. Mm -hmm. Jaws did it. I mean, come on. Let's wait for the payoff here. You're not going to just get an amazing team right away. And just because there's one or two losses here or there doesn't mean we're getting in the Victor, Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes. Right. So everybody just relax. This is the buildup. This is the beginning of our movie. Yeah. Well, God had a tweet about that where he talked about, you know, every basketball movie, it got to start with a loss, but right. the build is where it really makes it worthwhile in the end. Indeed. And by the way, relax. I can say it to you. Don't say it to your girlfriend. <laughs> it won't, it won't go well. <laughs> 
All right. So I don't know how to transition from this to that, but we're now Just going into the city edition jerseys here. These are the city edition jerseys. Or are these the statement? Jer- I, I get I, confused I with all the damn these. jerseys that we have. I don't know what this one is. All the money making things. This is from Orlando Magic HQ posting it. It's a supposed leak, but I mean, it looks pretty legit. That's a freaking tag on these jerseys. Look like they're ready to go out for retail. It's, you know, just kind of a black looking almost like scales with the Orlando and what people are saying looks like the Church Street font with yeah. a really dark blue piping mm-hmm. uh, on the around the armpits and things and the neck. How how you feeling about these, Peach? <sighs> you know I'm passionate about jerseys. So yes, first, uh, that's why I wanted to like, give you the first go with this. this. Yeah. I like the font. Mm-hmm. I get the connection of it. I'm down with that. Uh, I didn't like the black background at first, and then when I kind of zoomed in and saw it kind of looks like dragon scales or like snake a little yeah. bit, I was kind of like, all right. Is Yeah, I don't. Uh, is, I, the Orlando font looks a little small for me. I feel like it should be bigger, and I yeah. don't understand the dark blue. I can't, I can't really get with that. It's not even, it's a weird shade to go with black. Yeah. Like those two colors shouldn't be on the same thing. If that's blue, or even if it's orange, I'm listening. But like... I just don't see that part of it. I feel like there could have been some tweaks with this. You're but, talking about our more royal blue. Yeah, our traditional look, blue color. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why we, we do that dark blue. And it's interesting. Never seen that it before. The scales, or what I'm perceiving to be scales, I'm not sure. Is that representing that Florida has a lot of alligators? Or are we it, giving a nod to stuff? Who doesn't really look like that? Right. See, if it was a nod to stuff, then this jersey should be bright green, which I might. That would be, be interesting. That would level. get a stuff jersey, a stuff edition jersey. But the black kind of gives you that anaconda snake vibe, which is yeah. like not really doesn't feel Orlando to me. Although I'm sure people have. There's a lot of amphibians. You can down see in that. some snakes. In yeah, some reptiles, some reptiles, sharks in their streets. As yeah. we saw oh, geez, a couple man. weeks ago. So I don't know, but. This is just a weird choice. I feel like a lot of the choices for this jersey are just way out there. I am kind of down with the font, though. Yeah. I just feel like it. they're just a few tweaks here and there. I think those two tweaks yeah. I like. Just larger font, our actual classic blue, mm-hmm. and then I'm really, I think I'm in. Yeah. And then tell me why the scales. I, I get. Is it for our reptilians down in Florida? Is that what we're trying to go for? Yeah. A I lot of times so. they come out with like an explanation of why things are the way they are, and they'll say, this ties to this, and this yeah. ties to that. And I'll be interested to see what they say for this one because it just, I don't know, feels like a swing and a miss to me. But again, we're not, we don't live in Orlando. Maybe right. dark blue is some amazing color that they all use there. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Navy what, blue? Yeah. Some I, revolutionary I, color from Orlando? That... I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe like their uh, city gotta... flag. A lot of cities have their own like, okay. flag. Yeah. I don't know what Orlando's look like. Let Maybe us know. it has scales on it. Let us know <laughs> in the comments. Are there snakes on your flag? Are there lots of dark blue? You know, we're up I'll in Connecticut. Later, we got nutmegs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What are nutmegs? I don't, that's a, it's a nut. Make a tree? Nutmeg? I mean, it's... I don't even know what like it spice. is. Yeah, it's a spice. Yeah. Okay. We have that here. If y'all want it, you can come get it. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking just briefly about some of the reasons that mm. a lot of people are now getting on the bandwagon, mm. choosing us as a sleeper team that has the potential to go as far as the 10th seed. Uh, and one of the big reasons is Paulo Bancaro. Mm. And maybe, like many of you out there... Our social media stalwart, Welt God, at Welt God. You're feeling this way. I suffered seven years of Aaron Gordon for Bala Bancaro. It was worth it. And then Charizard Law in the comments says, but next year is Aaron Gordon's year? And Welt God, I mean, God, have we heard that so many? I've felt that so many times. I've yeah. said that so many times. <laughs> you did. And Welt God said, I could buy that chain Paula wears if I had a dollar for every time we said that. Yeah. Damn, man. Yeah. I remember you saying that a lot during those years, and I just kept going, yeah, nah. I mean, <laughs> it looked like he had all the tools, man. If he could have just still added that outside shot, he just couldn't mm. really. He, Aaron Gordon can't really create for himself. Sure. He's not really a guy. He's a great piece. Like, he's in Denver right now. That's right. perfect for him. But he's not a guy that can create. Uh, we think- now have a guy that yeah. can do that. Gordon I mean, was a guy who had a vast toolbox of craftsman tools, but yeah. not the skill to use them properly. Mm-hmm. That's almost more dangerous. You know, you don't have a lot of tools in your house. That's no. fine. You're not going to screw up your house. Yeah. 
He would come in and screw up my house. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> Oops. I started something right there. I was just bringing up the box score because something big, oh. you know, for Paulo Bancaro is just the free throws. You know, getting to the line. On six of nine, this guy scores 17 points. I love seeing lines like that because you know he got to the line a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. um, I don't see the number. Oh, five for five on free throw attempts. And you can see, you can imagine games. This is his, what, third, fourth game as a pro in our Orlando Magic jersey, preseason, summer league, something like that. You can imagine seeing lines where he goes seven for 10 and scores 24 points. You can, he just has that to his game. We got phones going wild over here. What's going on, Peach? Is there a reptile? Just looking for my sign. <laughs> Just had to get it out. Statman's coming in pretty hard on the four preseason games. So. No, I, I mean I've been I've been tooting nice on this. Say, I've been tooting on this horn. Let me see if I can get this. I mean, right. we definitely had issues with not getting free throws. I mean, yeah. I watched an entire season of Magic basketball last year, and didn't see us shoot enough free throws because we don't have enough guys driving to the hole trying to get their own bucket. Everybody is nice and, and not too super selfish, so they tend to try to keep passing around and find the open guy for the open shot. Once in a while, you guys just got to make things happen, and that's what we've been missing. So it's positive to see that he's going to get to the line and hit some, but the needs to continue. Like, I'm encouraged, but still. Relax. Okay. Let's see. I mean, I'm ready to crown him just like what God is in this one. We have a couple different princes or kings from Game of Thrones. Mm. Not sure if y'all out there follow. But this first one, the Aaron Gordon era, is when Joffrey, is, he's, he's no, jumping. That's not Joffrey. Which one is that? That was uh, the Tommen. other. They're both little bitches. I can't keep these freaking kids straight. Well, he was king for like two seconds. Yeah, and then he, yeah, he, he ended it that way. And then this other guy who's the, another prince, is this Amon? Yeah, this is the uh, prince... Uh, yeah, he's could be the next king. Right. So he's playing with his tool out in front of Aegon. the whole world this year. He's just letting it out there, and that's that's maybe how we're feeling. We're yeah. feeling like some public masturbation right now. <laughs> I've never done that, so I don't know. <laughs> but I guess if you're about to be the king and you can do whatever you want, yeah. you probably are just like, I'm just going to put this over here. That's not an official recommendation from the show, by the yeah. way. They didn't have socks back then, probably, so you didn't have anywhere for that to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there. I don't know. We're really going off the rails on this one. <laughs> Speaking of someone who's going off the rails, yeah. our boy Lil Penny mm. at Paulo Verine. It's yeah. like a combo of Paulo and Wolverine, I guess. All right. Paulo Verine. Yeah. Sick of seeing Jalen Suggs. This, guy's all, this guy always limping. Get him out of here. Can you get your sign again, Peach? I'm going to take it this time. There you go. Lil Penny, I feel you, but relax. Says Relax. Relax. I I know where this sentiment is coming from, and I get it. I'd be lying if I hadn't mumbled a few words outside of this microphone about <laughs> Jalen Suggs and my concerns. I've said the same thing into this microphone, that the guy goes so hard that I just worry about his health. Sure. And so I do have a fear of seeing him in a perpetual boot mm -hmm. or arm guard or something like that moving forward where you know he's not having enough time to actually get the skill practice that he needs to take it to the next level. He lost his rookie season summer. Mm -hmm. You know, it now we're we're having a, another nagging injury moving into sophomore year. I'd be lying if I didn't say I have any concerns. I'm not going all the way here though. I'm not saying get him out of here. I think he's still going to be a very good player for us. You know, just maybe in a couple more years, maybe year three, year four of this contract. Yeah, I think in general, most young people, myself included, you think you're going to live forever. Mm -hmm. You think whatever happens, I'm good to get over it and move on. And I love his his hustle. I mean, it's hard to coach that. He just has it. He just wants to go hard. And I, I don't think he should change that, but he needs to think a little bit more long term of, oh, yeah, I want to stay on the court. You know, yeah. like, so maybe in the second quarter, I don't need to die for this loose ball. Or whatever it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you have to be a little bit measured with your attack to make sure that you can remain on the team, which is what we need. You know, we, we yeah. want to see you develop. You can't do it while you're in a boot or sitting on the sideline. I mean, unless you're just looking to be the next coach and you want to just sit there and learn from Mosley, which that's a whole different career path that you can do. But, um, 
yeah, I, I, I just don't think this is a good mindset for um, this guy to be saying that he, he just wants him out of there. I mean, yeah, and it, with the injury issues, I understand it's a sensitive topic for a lot of Magic fans. They don't want to see guys doing that, but that's sports, man. I mean, yeah. you got guys going hard, stuff's going to happen. You're going to land on an ankle. These right. things, and and the, just to pile on to the guy. I mean, what he he hurt his was his thumb last year, and I think that was just Joel Embiid swatting down at him and busted his thumb. Mm -hmm. And then this one, Spencer did when he kind of pushes him from the side slash back, right? And he lands awkwardly because of that, right? You know that that's I, I don't know. The term freak accident gets thrown around because you're playing basketball. It's not really a freak accident. These mm -hmm. are things that happen on a basketball court, but. I think that could have been anybody. I don't know if it's necessarily because he goes so hard. So I think even my critique doesn't really hold water mm. when you look at it like that. Like both of these situations that have held him out. Now the ankle injury that needed surgery, I don't really recall exactly how that happened mm. at the end of the year. But, you know, those two injuries were really out of his control. Just thought of another sound effect we need to get for the future. Some, okay. Something that denotes trash. Because oh, okay. my trash player of the week is Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> okay, like, a, yeah, some type of yep. trash compactor. Something. Something. Something okay. so I can give away a tr the trash of the week. And yeah. There was another player on the Grizzlies that was getting real close to getting it. but Oh, my God. Go so we're not going to talk about Ma Durant? Uh, well, I wouldn't have put trash on him. That's okay. That that ain't right. He's just okay. too, he's nice. Yeah, but I think he still should have gotten a technical for yelling in Cole's face like that. I mean, how can you? Absolutely. So that's not yeah. uh, okay. Right Absolutely ever. should have. Well, refs are in preseason form too. This they're, is true. They're working it out. This is true. From a little bit of trash to a little bit of sunshine, Peach. <laughs> Wait, it's not that segment. No. But Cole Anthony's always spreading the sunshine, man. So he has to get a little bit of some love. Our boy Costa's Burner hmm. tweeted at Cole Anthony, said, My girl cheated on me. I'm going to need you to please go crazy this season, my brother. And Cole Anthony says, Say less, gang. Mm. Yeah, I love Cole Anthony having the interaction with the people. Yeah. Um, I thought about it just now as you were reading it, though. Got a question. Got a question. Mm -hmm. The man who was cheated on, who yes. has an account that's called Costa's Burner. Oh. Why you got that burner account? <laughs> Awkward. Maybe that's why he got dumped. Or I, I got mean, cheated I'm just on. saying it's worth looking into, maybe. <laughs> but either way, the sentiment for Cole Anthony to be going off is there, and he's yeah. making it known that I'm ready to go. And, I mean, I I have been seeing that a little bit. I've seen his Sean efficiency. so much his, better this yeah, year. Yeah, his efficiency hasn't quite – the numbers haven't, but it's just like three games or whatever. But the shot – Looks mm -hmm. solid this year. It looks so much better. Really consistent. The base looks fantastic. I mean, he's always squaring up. I'm excited to see what Cole does. And now he's going to have a lot of minutes towards the beginning of the season again to hopefully capitalize. Indeed. So we'll see. All right. Closing it out from the Welt God again. Me. Wow. RJ has been our best player in preseason so far. Also me. Wow. RJ has been our best player this preseason so far yeah after the first couple games i think that was definitely true um and i'm going to focus on the positive about it to be honest mm -hmm. i love to see it i'm so excited that rj's stopped doing a lot of the things that made him turnover prone um i love his new hairdo i feel like that's part of this new vibe from him it's helping he's not the youngest dude on the team anymore so he's <laughs> feeling like He's kind he's of like, I matured. Now. Yeah, he's been through a few seasons of this, mm -hmm. and it's time. He knows it's time for him to go, and he's been playing nice. I yeah. mean, you got to give the man his flowers when when he comes through, and and I, I've been impressed so far. And I think we all were surprised that that was happening, and don't like the idea of him being the best player. Maybe for in just those two, first two games, it kind of fell off the last those two games. Not that he played poorly, but he wasn't our best player on the court. But hey. I like that he's jumped up the line and is, is joining. And by the way, it, I'm at a point now with Welt God. When I hear someone say Welt Ham, I'm like, what? what is that? Yeah. I kind of forget that that's his actual real name. Weltman. Weltman? Yeah. Oh, it's Weltman, not Welt Ham? No, when people when you see that, it's people referring to Weltman Hammond oh, front Weltman office. Before, so Weltman. Yeah, so either yeah. way, to me, it's Welt God. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's good branding, bro, because that's <laughs> all I think of now. <laughs> and they're aware of each other. They're aware of each other, <laughs> exactly. as we covered in episode 29. Say less, gang. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, let's let's look at the positive of this. I was a you know a little concerned with the way the team was playing in the first few games, but it was just the first couple preseason games. Mm -hmm. So far this year in this preseason sample, RJ's averaging 13.7 points uh, a game. He's shooting 36% from three, uh, just under six rebounds a game, four assists a game. I mean, those are fantastic per 36 numbers. He, he's doing a hell of a job uh, getting a steal in there too. I'm just seeing him being more controlled, more consistent. Some of those just out of control, running to the basket without some type of out. Yeah, we're seeing less of that. Yeah, less. Yeah, not not, not, not completely gone, but less. Yeah, but less certainly. That's fine. And I think it's you know the team. He was playing some point last game. I really don't like to see him running the point. Good I don't point. think that plays to his strengths. I don't think that puts him in a position to succeed. I think he's great playing the two or even a three. Right. Um, and you know we're we're all cheering for him, including Pop Pop. Now, this is a this story is, that yeah, we is got just a, insane. I yeah, got we a text got, message we got from a this story. guy the other day at work saying, I just talked to RJ Hampton's grandfather for half an hour. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> so, doc, so, so we have been doing, we did our first live stream of a preseason game. Yep. We're doing our second one. Oh, our second and third one this week. It was we're, fun. It went well. It's it's been great. Thanks everyone who's showing up to those. We're going to be doing a live stream for. We're going to be shooting for one game per week, mm -hmm. just as a way to get more interaction. And once those are done being live, they get posted onto our page. Right. Pop Pop, as he introduced himself, is R.J. Hampton's grandfather. Okay. And he saw the episode a week a, a day late. Mm -hmm. And on in our lives, we have an opportunity for people to call in here. I have a Florida number, a Google Voice number, where people can call in and give their takes on the live show. What about that? And Pop Pop saw it, thought, you know, as many of our senior members in the family, I think he thought it was happening right now sure, because sure. he I called and I was just, I was so confused. I got this, you know, would you like to take a call from Pop Pop? And I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> And I just then then I and then I hung up. I, I don't know. It was weird. And then then he calls back, and he's like, "Hey, is this you know this is the 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 magic show?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know, sir, we're that was it's not live anymore. That was last." And he says, oh, "Well, the magic show. We should have called it." <laughs> he says, "Well, can we can we talk for a little while?" I'm like, "Well, all right, yeah, sure." He goes, "Yeah, I'd like to talk about my grandson, R.J. Hampton." <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> and and then I look at the caller ID and I'm not gonna put his government out there, but it added up, you know. It was from Texas, is the name the same name, you know. Sure. So I'm like, wow, okay, interesting. So I had a nice conversation with Pop Pop, wow. RJ Hampton's and grandfather. And by the way, RJ, Pop Pop says hello. Awesome. He actually, at one point in the conversation, <laughs> he told me to call RJ Hampton. He said, you know what would be good? You call RJ and tell him that I'm on the phone and we surprise him. <laughs> I'm like, yo, we I was like, I don't number. know RJ like that. We're just kind of a fan show. Wow. But he he's he wants to come to the next live stream, so hopefully he'll be RJ, there. call your Pop-Pop. Yeah, he loves you, man. Yeah. He really does. And so, you know, talking to Pop-Pop, it kind of reminded me, We I'm up here, I'm kind we're kind of talking about players, and these are young men, and, you know, I don't want to say judging them, but, you know, I'm being critical of certain things because it's my favorite team. I've been in this since I was six years old. Mm -hmm. I care about this team. I want to see the team win. Right. So sometimes I am a little critical of their play. These are things I could never do on a basketball court. But, you know, I don't. I want to be careful, you know, moving forward. I don't want to be too – I don't want to criticize too much. The, I never mm. want to criticize the person. Right. Because as much as RJ has given me fits and frustrations in the past – Sure. He's got a grandpa that loves him. You know, right, he, right. he's got a family that loves him. He's a good dude, I'm right. sure. And while I might not want him dating my sister, you know, <laughs> he's still a good young man. Wait, you have a sister? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. But I'm just saying hypothetical sister. Sure. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Fair enough. So Pop Pop loves you, RJ. I don't know where we go from I here, Pete. I don't know either. <laughs> how, do you, how do you segue from... RJ Hampton's grandfather calling you on an off day. <laughs> it's insane. All right, Peach, we're going into our next segment here. Indeed. Are you ready for this one? I've been ready for this all off season. We did have our warm up yesterday. We we did our court cousins NBA fantasy draft. Indeed. And a bunch of second cousins out there, some of our Patreons joined in, and it was a good time. It's on the live stream. You can go check it out on the page. Mm. And yeah. 
I think my team is solid. I agree. I also think my team is solid. I have the number one pick. I'll ask yep. you more about that kind of stuff <laughs> later. But uh, it was fun. Yeah. Was fun. So, so this is going to be unique, though. Yeah. This, this this little segment right here, we are going to draft not the entire NBA, but just our Orlando Magic. And we're going to draft seven players each, kind of the top 15, the 15-man rotation of sorts on the squad. And this is going to be a decider in the Court Cousins Championship belt. That's right. going to be coming throughout the season. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about this being the tiebreaker and not it being based on our wins and losses at the end of the season while yeah. we try to tank because that yeah. was <laughs> a little anticlimactic last year. This will be a little bit more fun. I think if most people think about this, there's definitely like a top four and then probably everybody else. That's the way I would view it at least. Okay. So I got to assume you and I will end up with two of those players each, and that will kind of like be the basis. Yeah. And then all those other players that are kind of like the mystery question marks that like can rise or or fall or just remain where they are will be the deciders. Yeah. We'll see. We'll but see how we'll this see goes. How it goes. It's, it's going to be fun. interesting. I mean, there are some wild cards on the team. We don't really know how some of these players are going to produce, what it's going to look like. And knock on wood, there's always potential injury bugs along the way, a little dinks and donks, hopefully nothing big. Yeah, we're each going to pick seven players, so we're uh -huh. not going to do the entire team, but right. we'll do seven. Um, I think we'll have to figure out if a player gets traded, do we automatically get the player that comes in? Okay. Or we'll, we'll have to maybe figure that out as we'll we do go. that on the fly we'll so build the plan as yeah, we fly maybe maybe replace person if someone went down with like an injury tomorrow yeah maybe we can grab one of our subs to fill you know, okay we'll make we'll, we'll figure all right it out. well yeah we'll think about we'll it be, so, <laughs> and so in the interest of being fair and keeping things amicable yeah we're we gonna figure out who picks first in this bad bear yeah i, mean, I, I do know not the know champ, but i don't know if that means that you get to pick first or should we flip a coin i mean rock paper scissor is always a favorite of mine all right yeah i'm ready for that all right just doing best one out of three doing two out of three Let's, let's do one because we don't have all the time in the world here okay, on, yeah. on this people, sudden oh, people death. People didn't come to the show to watch Rock, Rock Paper Scissors. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> all right. So just to be clear, yep. Rock, Paper, Scissor, and then on shoot, I'm yep. throwing it down. Yep. Rock, Rock, Paper, paper Scissors, shoot. shoot. No! Ooh, I threw paper. Peach cuts with scissors. Scissor me, daddy ass. <laughs> all right. Okay. Phrasing. Yeah, that's, that's an AEW reference. Okay. Didn't get uh, that one. Anywho. All right. We, so you got the number one pick, Peach. Who are you going with? You know what? Yeah. I felt like even if I had two, I'd feel pretty good about what we're going to be doing here. But okay. I gotta, I gotta go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with a man, Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah, that's the number one pick. Yeah, right. I feel like he brings everything to the table. Yeah, he's got a lot in his bag. Yep. He he's he's a great passer for a big man. Yeah. He can hit those threes. Mm -hmm. So not only can he score and rebound, obviously. I mean, towards the end of the year, he was a twenty and ten, twenty and ten guy. Yep. But he can also distribute the basketball. It's not and unusual defends, for him to have games with like four or five assists. He defends several bigs very well in the post, so he yeah. can still pick up some rebounds or some, Get a block. some blocks and yeah. steals. So I mean, I just feel like, yeah, he's that's what I would have done. One. I think yeah. I think that's number one. I think probably the number two, although this might be disputed a little bit. I'm going to go to the motherland to Deutschland, and we're going with Franz Wagner. Yes, okay. I, you know, I just. I think that what we've seen out of this was tough for me because it's either between, you know, him or Paulo, who I assume you're going to probably take in just a moment. But Franz has already proven it, and I think he's going to take a leap this year. His assist numbers, some of the highest on the team. Uh, he still gets rebounds four or five uh, on average a game. So yeah. I think if if I don't have Wendell, he's the next best guy, and I can't get my German flag book. You're struggling over there. Yeah, it's okay. I'm just going to put it somewhere else. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it, for me it would have to be Franz and Wendell, one and two. I think that's yeah. what I thought coming in. Didn't want to talk about it a lot at the beginning in case for some reason you felt differently. But I think, as you just mentioned, you're correct. I have to go with Paulo Bencaro as the third. I just do. Like, there's too much upside for scoring. Yeah, there's and, too much possibilities. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, I might not have felt comfortable with him at one, but at two, definitely got to bring him into the squad. Um, he's got a full bag as well. Oh, God. So, yeah. And see, this is where the draft gets hard, I think, at three. I think those those three dominoes were going to fall in some order here. I mean, sure. it, it's tough because Cole was our number one scorer last year, mm -hmm. just over 16 points per game. Yep. But when Markel comes back, I and I think a lot a lot of you out there are anticipating that those starter minutes are Markel Fultz's minutes. Yeah. 
Um, so I just don't know what to do. I think because he's my guy, I'm going to take Markel. Okay. I, I, I see an upside with points for him. I mean, last year, just looking at his averages, 11 points a game, five and a half assists, nothing crazy, three rebounds. But I think that those are going to tick up pretty significantly. I think he's going to be like a 16 and nine assist guy. I think he's it's solid. So I'm, I'm happy with Markel. Agreed. And a little bit of a spoiler alert if you're looking at the board there. You can see I'm going to go with my guy who says, say less, fam. Yeah. It's got to be Cole Anthony. Yep. And this is the second time this week now that I've drafted Cole Anthony making Ramsey's and the squad behind me very excited. As a matter of fact, I also have Paulo. And I drafted him right after you drafted Franz in the in the draft we were just talking about. Yeah. Or the Court Cousins League. So this is going pretty much like that. But I'm interested to see who you pick here now with your third pick. Okay, well, this now, yeah, this is getting really difficult um, because who do I have left here? I have guys like Gary Harris, Jalen Suggs, Mo Bamba, Chumo Kiki, Terrence Ross has been playing really well. Stick around. I'm going to have a little bit of wager in the Court Cousins Championship belt for peace in just a moment. Mm. But I think I'm going to go with <sighs> Gary Harris. Oh. I, I just, I, I think that He's the most reliable scorer. I'm a little bit worried about Jalen's durability. As I say that, Gary Harris is also out with an injury. So, I don't know. I'm just going to take Gary. See what happens. Okay. Um, yeah. I assume. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what to make of that. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Um, I was in a corner. Very interesting. Two guys that might not be starting opening day, but I, you're seeing the it's long a term. season. Yeah, it's, it's a, a season, thing. right? This is going Those all season. Definitely we're, be starters for us if they were healthy. We didn't actually explain that to the people. This is compiled total points, rebounds, assists right. for the whole year, like yeah, a fantasy. Gonna, exactly. Yeah. Break it down to those categories. Yep. Um, wow. Well, yeah, what about Simi Shitu? Yeah, I mean, his name is appears on our list here, but I mean, I don't feel comfortable. I think you should reach. Pick. I, I kind of thought you, if you were going to reach, I thought you might go J.I. Yeah, but I think there's too many question marks as to when he comes back I to just, go this right, high in the right, draft, right. So I, I get that. Uh, man, you know, my heart says one guy, but my brain says another at this point. So talk out loud. Let me know what's your heart saying. No, I can't. I can't let you know that. I gotta keep. <laughs> wow. This, look, do my, it for the my, show. My piece. draft room is tight, man. Yeah, I've you really do keep a tight. Gotta keep it tight, tight because there's a good chance you might not pick either one of these guys, and I might be able to get them both. Mm. So with my number four pick, I'm gonna go Mo Bamba. I know he's still gonna see a lot of minutes inside. Mm -hmm. I know he's still good for boards and blocks, and True. yeah, he's not meant to fill it up, but. Mo looks a little more comfortable yeah. to me right now. Like he's not as much of a focal point of our system for scoring and such. I mean, if I can get another big, oh my god, man! So I'll what? Do it. I got good leg. What? What? Do, oh, <laughs> phrasing. Um, so what do I have left now? I have. I, I mean, I'm assemble. I'm essentially assembling the injury squad right now. You are, yeah. So I, maybe you'll like, grab Jalen Suggs now. <laughs> I know. Well, that's that's what I'm looking at. You know, is it going to be Jalen or Ji? Right. Uh, I don't love any either of those options at the moment. I guess. Let me look at. You know, I don't have any production. I have no idea what Ji is going to do. Right. So I guess I'll take Suggs. Okay. And I'm not happy about it. I don't like how this is going. Another guy who might not be happy about that pick that you just made it would be somebody's pop pop that you spoke to. Oh God. Well, you're not going to take RJ now, are you? Am I? Are you? Mm hmm. Yeah. I don't know. He's definitely someone I was considering because I know he's going to get minutes and he's been improving steadily. So you love to see that. And I'm worried about some of the other bigs. Like when J.I. comes back, does he eat into Bamba's minutes? That's why I was so like on the fence with that last pick. I'm not really yeah. sure. Well, he's got to. Someone's yeah, going to lose minutes. There's part of me that really does want to get on the J.I. bus at this point, to be honest. Well, that's kind of hedging your bet because if you have Mo. And yeah, Ji, right. then you're going to have. is really more and, your thing. Yeah, you already have Wendell. You got our whole <laughs> you're freaking the injury squad. Not yeah, me, so. I'm building. I'm building the the injury guard. I'm taking all the guards. You're taking all the bigs right now. Yeah, and for that reason, I think I'm I'm going to take R.J. Hampton here. Okay. Um, I'm I'm doing it mostly based on what I've seen in the preseason, which is just marked improvement mm -hmm. and confidence with the ball. And if he plays. Well, well, more confidence. More confidence. Like okay. if, if he can keep doing that, 
yeah. he will keep getting minutes. Yes. You know, like That's even true. when Gary comes back and with T. Ross and those guys, he will continue to see minutes if his defense is solid and he can not make it, have as many turnovers. Are you trying so. to talk me into Kayvon Harris right now? Because, man, that guy can defend the Rock. He locked down Luka in that Mavs game. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm going to go with my my heart now. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with J.I. Ah, I've been I've been preaching it. Forgive the forgive the pun. I have yep. been preaching that J.I. Minister of Defense. When he gets back, yeah. he's going to be a game changer. If I don't take him now, then I am I'm going to have pie on my face. You know, there was part of me that really did want to take J.I. with the last pick, but I know how much it means to you. Yeah, thank you. So thank you. I was just what like, a cousin. You know, I feel like I'll be just as happy with R.J. Hampton. And now that gives me the opportunity to do the thing that I wanted to do earlier, okay. but didn't have to do. Hit the siren. The bull patrol is here. I'm taking bull bull. I mean, why not? It's it's the bull it's patrol. Six. We're this late in it. He's been looking good. He's yep. going to get minutes. And he's where I'm going to hedge my bet on Mo Bamba. Mo okay. Bamba and Bull Bull could split those minutes. Um, I'm not sure when J.I. is coming back, if ever. I kind of believe I'll believe it when I see it. So that's my hedge right there on the bigs. I'm going to go with a guy who I've really been enjoying what he's been doing this preseason. And that's the human torch. That's T. Ross. Oh. I'm going to I'm gonna double, triple, quadruple down on my guard rotation. <laughs> we are really splitting the team down the middle almost. I, I just I think he has a renewed sense of urgency and passion this year. He looks healthy. He's he's trying to be more efficient with his shots. Mm-hmm. I I'm hoping that, you know, he has a little bit of a resurgent year. I hope so too. Uh we'll see. Yep. Not super shocked that you added him to squad. Yeah. But uh, this is definitely, your squad definitely has your smell on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I look at those guys, and I'm just like, yeah, those are that, those are a few of your favorite things. Yeah. I tell you, this is now pick seven, the final one. Okay. And this oh, is, wow. This is tough. Yeah. Left on the board here, we've got Devin Kennedy, yep. Kayvon Harris, Caleb Houston, Chuma Okiki, Admiral Schofield, Jay Scrub, and Simi Shitu. And Moritz Wagner. It's a very tough you got group to. to select from. You got to, Peach. Don't do it. You know I want. I'll make it known yeah. because there's only one. I pick know left. if you I know, know you want. I want to pick Moritz. Wagner I know that because I have no Wagners on yes. my team, and I, I need to have some. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not so sure if he's going to get minutes, especially when Ji comes back. Yeah, dude. I can see his minutes shrinking, which is stinks because I feel like he's one of our most versatile bigs. He brings so much to the table when he's on the court, man. And I love his heart and his effort. Yeah. But I think. I've got to pick the man out of this group that I think is going to see the most court time because it just makes the most sense at this point. Okay. And so, therefore, I have to select Chumo Keke. Okay. Just because, yeah, I like Caleb Houston's upside. Obviously, Devin yeah. Kennedy's a sharpshooter. Yeah. But I just think Chuma's going to get those minutes, especially at first. Yeah. So I'm going to okay. just go with that just for pure numbers of it. Okay, and then I'm left with the last pick here, and and what do I do? I mean, my heart tells me so many things right now because I know you you love yourself I, some Devin Kennedy. I love myself some Devin can't Kennedy. Turn your back on having Wagner brothers. I know the the two Wagners on the same but you can't squad. Can't leave Caleb out there. He's the unknown. He could work his way into our lineup pretty good. And as a matter of fact, a lot of people have discussed the idea that he could be Chuma Okiki, but with a better shot. Okay, okay. Sorry, okay, guys. Sorry. <laughs> it's preseason for all first, of us. That was my first mistake. That, no, that was impressive. I've been doing uh, yeah, well. you've been doing well. I am going to take a flyer on Caleb Houston. Okay. All right. The way that kid shoots the rock. Yeah. I think I mean, he and Devin Kennedy have the best shooting stroke on the team. Caleb Houston keeps the ball so high. His release is so high and smooth and fast. I would not be surprised if he's edging out a guy like Chumo KK by the end of the year, a guy like RJ Hampton by the end of the year, and really earning more minutes. So I, I you know, I don't want to see that necessarily, but 
This, this is the game. This is the game that we're playing. Right. And so I'm going to use I that can't logic. get that to highlight okay. and go for you. Well, so we know that who it is. <laughs> uh, that also leaves, you know, Devin and Admiral and Moritz on the, and Kayvon on the bench in case something happens. Okay. One of these guys goes down, and so, we agree that a guy can be picked up. Okay. So A gentleman's handshake. Let's do a gentleman's handshake on that. We'll, we'll figure out yeah. the, the rules later. but Yeah, I, I like that there's an, the opportunity if, you know, Something happens to one of our players in tonight's game for sake, and they're not even going to start the season. Yeah. You know, let's, let's well, half of my team isn't going to start the season. So <laughs> so you're safe. You're safe tonight. <laughs> Rest easy. So as we said, that is potentially a tiebreaker for this beautiful belt right here. Mm-hmm. And I just barely edged out Peach last year in the Court Cousins Championship. We're now going into that time, and if you're new to the show, just picking us up lately, we do Court Cousins Championship every episode. We have four total wagers, two each, setting some lines about our beloved Orlando Magic players that we just don't see out there on the big sports books. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't give us the coverage and the bets that we want. Nope. We like to bet on some funky things, and that's what we're going to do right now. Yep. So over the next, uh, before between now and the next episode, we're going to have five games, Peach. Five real NBA basketball games. It's happening, man. Mm-hmm. I'm games, so excited. Games that count. That's, let's let's go. Against Detroit, win. Against Atlanta, win. Against Boston, win. Against New York Knicks, I'm going to be there, win. Against Cleveland, win. All right, so five games. Four on the road. Five and oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, if we can take two of those, that'll be a really good start. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I don't think uh, it's I, I don't think that's unheard of. No, but unlike in years past, where I don't I think we have the uh, wins over. No, wins is not a bet, but we're just we're just shooting. Yeah, <laughs> it we're used just to be a pretty regular. We're one. just chewing the cud right now. We'll I think we definitely can beat Detroit and the Knicks, and I don't know if we can steal one from one of those other squads. Those are more established teams. Mm. But Atlanta's working some new guys in. You know, we could catch them sleeping. Yeah, Dejounte Murray's talking a lot of smack, so maybe he's going to get it back. Karma. Mm. All right. Yeah, so we, we do four bets per show. Yep. And after two shows, so a total of eight bets, mm-hmm. whoever has the advantage at the end of the month has has the win. If there's yep. a tie and it goes four four, the champion retains, much mm-hmm. like in wrestling, you know, you have to be the to be the man, you have to beat the man. So if there's a tie, that's sort of like a disqualification of the belt does not change hands. So you're setting the first line, Peach. I am setting I the see first something line. right here. Go ahead. Give me the siren. The bowl patrol is here. If you're thinking about bringing some weak lobs into the paint. He's going to knock on your glass, ask you to roll it down, and talk to you about it. The Bull Patrol. He is watching things. And we have talked quite a bit about Bull off the air, mm-hmm. enough to the point that when I said I might make one about Bull, you were like, go ahead, I'm taking the under. You <laughs> just announced it. You just said, no way am I taking the over. So I thought to myself, I said, all right, he wants to take the under. I gave you too much. I, Maybe loose lips sink ships. But now I've like got to find a line that makes you really consider it. Yeah, that's true. And I think I may have done it. Okay. <laughs> so over these five <laughs> games, is Bull Bull going to average five points in three boards? So it has to hit both of those. Has to hit both. He couldn't have six points per game in those five games and two rebounds. Okay. Oof, and it's just an average. This will be the average over the first five games. So he could, you know, be silent one night and sure. then... Exactly. I mean, it's essentially three buckets. Yeah. And a, a rebound and a putback. When you say it like that. Two. I'm just saying. I, I, this is a lower line. I'm be honest. Yeah. This is a lower line than, than you I wanted would to. normally set. Yeah. But I didn't want you to just immediately take the low. Well, I think feel because you did I that... I you think about it. So maybe I did... Okay. I'm going to take the over. Excellent. I'm going to take the over. That means you're now a member of the Bull Patrol. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's go, Bull Bull. <laughs> yeah, I think he, with the minutes he could see in the first games that this is easily doable. It could be. I think I would have set this normally at like seven and five, mm-hmm. but I wanted to make you think about it. I almost took the under. I mean. And he definitely can have a game where he doesn't show up on the score sheet at all. For sure. I think so. his confidence has really been on the up. Guys yeah. and, uh, guys, and the staff are really encouraging him to shoot the rock, to mm-hmm. do his thing. And I think just in the last preseason game, we started to see more of that. Now, will Coach Mosley have the same trust in the in the regular season 
that he's had in terms of giving him minutes in the preseason. Well, I don't see why not at first. Maybe, I mean, but maybe, you know, more we haven't seen Moritz, but Moritz has been around the block. Mm-hmm. If we're in a tight game, who are you putting in, Moritz or Bull Bull? I was going to say, Moritz played well in that one game that brought us back to the win. So I mean, Yeah, you know, I it's it's going to be tough for the coach, Coach Mosley. All right, my turn. Yes. It's only fitting because I did this last year mm-hmm. and I way over overdid it. I think I had T Ross like over under sixteen points or something like that. Twenty one. It, it was high. It was you high. It, it may have even been in the twenties. I thought he was gonna be might have been one of our primary scores. I, sure. I I really thought that. It made sense on paper. Right. So it's only fitting that I start with a T Ross prop again. Yep. T Ross is looking himself. He's dropped he dropped seventeen in the recent win against Memphis in twenty eight minutes, Peach. Mm-hmm. Over under 14 and a half points for these first five games. Under. Wow, he said it so fast. That makes me think that that line wasn't very good. Under. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to get in an argument about the line being set okay. here. All right. But uh, I'll believe uh, it when I see it. I hope that's correct. Yeah. Because uh, it means he's dropping points. But right. I didn't. I didn't buy it. Okay. I mean, he's he's too streaky. You know, well, he's like, the torch, there's, there is a game where he can come out and get yeah, 17 he, he could or drop 20 25, points, yeah. but there's another game where he gets five, yeah. six. No, you're not so wrong. I just feel you're like over wrong. the course of only five games, that's a small subset for him. To get I just feel with our time. guard rotation as beat up as it is, he's going to get minutes and oh, yes. there will be opportunities for him to, to have yeah. some games. For sure. It's there. All right. What uh, do you got, Peach? I'm going back to an old one as well. Okay. Last year at the end of the season, one of our end of the season bets was Wendell Carter Jr. versus Franz. Mm-hmm. Who would lead, Who would be higher in scoring points per game at the end of the season? Right. And we kind of got robbed of that as Wendell Carter was sent to the bench, and then later also Franz was as well. Yeah. I feel like we didn't really get to see that play out there and at the end of the season. Mm. Couldn't see either of them mm. not playing in these first five games. So I yeah. say let's run it back Okay. with Wendell versus Franz. I don't know if you want to take your same guy. I'm going to take. I'm going to take my same guy. I I I drafted him, which is proper to our draft, right? So we'll do it like that. Huzzah! Let's go, Franz. Yes, whoever will have the most. We're talking about it. We didn't really explain it. The point, most points per game, right? In the first five five games. Okay, so hopefully it's like Franz has 25 and Wendell has 24. I'm cool if we split on this one. Okay. Go yeah. ahead and just... All right, right down both, the middle. Yeah, 24 25, points for yeah. both. Okay, Split, sounds whatever. good. Yeah. <laughs> 30 points. All right, last one. So, Peach, you know how I have been rapping poetic about Paulo Bancaro's ability to... Get free throws. Yes, there you go. I knew it. You, I you had it. You had it. Like, no, it was that. dramatic effect. No, I was I was offering that to you. Okay. All right. So in his first four free th- uh, preseason games, he's gotten to the line four three free throw attempts, three free throw attempts, six free throw attempts, and five three free throw attempts. Over under six free throw attempts per game. He's going to get more minutes. This will be the average for all five games. Yes. That. Doesn't seem that crazy to me. Yeah. It would be leading the team based on our last year's statistics. Yeah, but it does seem like a little high from what I'm used to seeing. I think I have to kind of. I thought about doing five and a half. I have to have some forward vision on this one. Five and a half would have been tough as well. Yeah. um, Because there's not a lot of room to go under on that one. Uh, Six seems high, but I'm going to go ahead and bet on him for this one. I'm going to take take the over on this one. Okay. Six might be it, too. They might just be a stand. Well, then it's it's a uh, a push. It seems kind of high, but it's really only three fouls a game, assuming he doesn't make the bucket. Yeah, it's just attempts. It's not. It's just attempts. Right. Oh, yeah. It's not made. So it's not crazy. No. I, I think that's, honestly, I probably would have taken the over, too. And hopefully we're in the lead at the end of the game, and he gets the ball and gets to shoot those freebies at the end of the game. That That'd be nice, wouldn't it? the whole thing. <laughs> well, fantastic. They're, they're in. We're All right. It. Okay, so that's the first Court Cousins Championship in the books, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you definitely stick around for the end of the show. We're not done yet, but we do want to... Let you know, we want to give our shout-out to our All-Stars and Second Cousins again on Patreon. Mm. Raphael Perez, Breadhead, Wally Akbar, Al, Bernie Pichet, Matthew Bell, Dan Young, Gloria and Damien, Yadi, Connor, and the Polish Wonder. Mm-hmm. We mentioned at the top of the show, we're doing a prize pack giveaway today. You're getting the hat, you're getting the cards, you're getting some stickers, you're getting a koozie, and all you have to do is make sure you're subscribed. That helps. We're on the way to 1,000 subscribers. Help us out, ladies and gentlemen. And comment, comment on this episode 
who you would select number one overall in your Orlando Magic fantasy draft. Yeah, do you think think I uh, think we got it right with Wendell, or would you have gone Franz and or someone else? Or just follow or what? And yeah, make it, have fun with it too. You know, just it, it's. It doesn't need to be right. It just needs to be your heart. That's all it needs to be. I mean, these cards are up for grabs, folks. There's Mark Akers in here. <laughs> what are we doing? Run. Run. Don't walk. <laughs> run. Don't walk. <laughs> all right. Now into the large ending. Six somewhat rapid fire topics. Somewhat rapid fire. <laughs> it went from like a minute and we're like, we can't do this in a minute. And yeah, now it's it just went, like fast being rapid fire to being more like, you know, a trebuchet. Yeah. Like, it takes a while. To a light yog. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the music, Peach. There's music? Well, I'm putting it in post-production right now. All right. All right, there it goes. Okay. Tom Brady is shown to be trying to kick D end of the Falcons after being sacked. Is he the biggest crybaby in the NFL has ever seen, Peach? I don't think he's the biggest of us ever been seeing because Philip Rivers was a guy. Yeah. But he's definitely up there. I mean, we've made rules to protect his cryingness. Absolutely. They've made yeah. rules to protect him uh, almost every level as, yeah. he's as he's continued to play as a player. Otherwise, yeah. we, we wouldn't know his name as much as we do. Soon you won't be able to enter the bubble. He's All right. definitely not the GOAT. Uh, the baseball playoffs have begun. What's your World Series matchup? I guess I'm going to say the, the garbage can tapping Houston Astros. Yep. Versus my Atlanta Braves. Ooh, he's going with the Homer Braves. I got to. I got to. You talked a lot of shit on a recent episode, Peach, about those Miami Dolphins. And still will. And uh, what's up with your Broncos? Are they making the playoffs? Probably not. Okay. They got a lot of coaching issues and maybe some player head issues that hopefully yeah. they can get figured out. There's a lot of talent on that team. A lot of injuries right now, too. Okay. A lot of injuries. Check, check how much money is being spent on our team that's not on the field right now. It's a factor. All right. Uh, no excuses. Draymond offered ten million to fight from from Jake Paul. Should he take this deal? It's clear he has the skills. <laughs> Man, I've always disliked Jake Paul just with his antics, but sure. this would be one I'd be pulling for him. Yeah. I just think sucker punching in your teammate when he's not looking for it. I mean, it's a scumbag. Move. I mean, is Draymond gonna get another contract that large at this point? I don't career? think he's Maybe. gonna do it. It would be totally embarrassing. Jake Paul has actually been training as a boxer for quite some time. I think he'd work Draymond. I Green. don't necessarily know that Jake Paul is inviting him to fight him. Oh, okay. I think he just wants to him to fight like in one of his events. Oh, got it. Maybe okay. against another player. Well, I'm, I'm taking it as Jake Paul <laughs> fighting him, and I hope he would beat the socks off him. That would be an interesting matchup. Talking yeah. about garbage cans, the LA mm -hmm. Kings trolled Jose Altuve on the Jumbotron by showing his quote-unquote look-alike to be a trash can. Peach, who most resembles a trash can in the NBA? Mm, right now, I'm leaning towards Spencer Dinwiddie, but there's Ooh, definitely that's a good one. better. That's a good one. Kyle Lowry. I'm not thinking of yet. Maybe Kyle we don't Lowry, like him. I don't care for it all. Yep. Yeah, okay, cool. Angers me. I don't care for Demar Derozan either, but mm. at least he's a good player. Okay. So I don't want to put that on him. I like Spencer. That makes sense. By the way, LA setting themselves up when they meet the Astros in the World Series again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you had the number one pick in the NBA fantasy draft, as I did last night, and yeah, one for the league. Mm. Who would you take? Do you Coincidence. Agree with me? I selected Nikola Jovic. Uh, Jokic. Jokic. That's another. That's a that's different, a different guy, one. Now he's guy. for the Heat. Yeah. Wait a minute. I have to double check. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that would not be good. <laughs> um, yeah, P shut up this draft, and he just so happened to be drafting number one. What a coincidence! It randomized it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to beat that one until it's dead. Uh, I think that's the way to go. You know, I took Luka at number two. Yeah. I, I think I think that, you know, Nikola Jokic just fills the stat sheet and rebounds, assists, and, of course, points. It's kind of foolish to go with anyone but him, I think. Mm -hmm. He brings the noise and the funk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we hope you've gotten some noise and some funk from this episode, ladies and gentlemen. We've had a good time doing it. We'll see you soon. Peace. Thanks for coming.